Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp. This is podcast number 21. On this podcast, I want us to look again at the cities around the northwest quadrant of the Sea of Galilee or Lake Canaret. We've already looked at Migdal, Migdala, where Mary of Magdalene, as she's called in the Bible, came from. And we've looked at Bethsaida, the house of the hunter, Kfarnahum, Capernaum, the village or the city or the town of Nahum the prophet, where Jesus had his headquarters. And so today I want us to back up off of the lake, about two miles off the lake on the basaltic uh, soiled hillsides to a place called Chorazin or Chorazim. Chorazin was a place that was noted in the Talmud, the oral traditions and the written traditions of the Jewish people because of its fertile soil that was volcanic soil as a place where crops were grown, grains were grown, like no other place uh, in the land of Israel. And as a matter of fact, a measurement of grain from Chorazin had its own measuring scale because it was so plentiful. Now, it was there that Jesus did miracles. Now, if you have been following these podcasts and you have followed my ministry down through the years, one of the things that I say is that the Bible is a Jewish book. It is written by Jews to Jews, primarily for Jews. Another thing I say is and teach is that every Bible writer from Moses to John assumed that the people to whom they were writing understood the language, the culture, the geography, the uh, cultural context. And then that leads me to another thing, and that is a teaching of the Bible that even the Gospel of John refers to in both of its last two chapters that is, that the Bible is incomplete in details. Chorazin is one of those cities uh, that proves that very point. For instance, in Matthew chapter 11, the scripture says Jesus, after doing many miracles, obviously that only God himself could do, he said, woe to you, Bethsaida, woe to you, Capernaum, woe to you, Chorazin, for if the mighty miracles, if the miracles were done in Sodom, that is Sodom and Gomorrah, that have been done in you, they would have repented in sackcloth and ashes. But your house is going to be left desolate. And he went on to put a curse on those three cities of the Galilee to Bethsaida, to Capernaum, and to Chorazin. Now, it's interesting in that curse that Jesus referred to the great miracles that he did at Chorazin. Yet, we have no recorded miracle in the Bible that Jesus did at Chorazin. Now, that proves the point that I raise is that the Bible is not complete in details. The Bible is a historical narrative divinely inspired to give the story that God wants to tell. But there are many things that Jesus did, according to John's own handwriting, 
that uh, in the Gospel of John, there were many miracles that Jesus did that are not recorded in this book, not only his book, but anywhere else in the book of God. And so Chorazin is a city that is part of what's called the Evangelistic Triangle of Bethsaida, which is to the north, to Capernaum, which is just south of Chorazin, and then Chorazin would be that head of the triangle, which is up on the hill off of the sea, but yet it played an important part. As a matter of fact, one of the best views of the water and of the lake itself is from Chorazin because it's actually overlooking the lake from that northwest quadrant of the lake. It's absolutely beautiful. It's perched on a hill with fields all around it. It's volcanic soil. That whole area there is filled with a volcanic ash and, and soil and volcanic rock. As a matter of fact, if you've ever been to Chorazin, you know that the entire city, like Capernaum, is made from black basalt rock, very much like you would see in one of the Hawaiian islands. It is one way that we know where lamps that are black, that are made out of that soil, we know that they were made from soil that came from the Galilee. Or uh, you know that it is an original building. Whereas if you have limestone like you have in the rich village of Capernaum, you have the great synagogue that was built at Capernaum, and you know that it's made out of limestone, and much of the uh, ruins that you see there are out of limestone. Well, that's not a natural stone to the Galilee, uh, that part of the Galilee, and so we know that it was brought in. That means they had to have wealth to do that. These are the ways that we understand the Bible better. But when you go to Chorazin, you don't find limestone there because it was more of a rural village. It was not down on the lake. It had uh, people that were of a different stripe. They were primarily farmers that were tilling ground and soil and raising crops that would feed the Galilee and would also provide offerings for the temple in Jerusalem. And so that's Chorazin. When you see all of these three cities, Bethsaida, Kfar Nahum, and also Chorazin, you will notice they're all in ruins. You see, we need to take biblical curses seriously because God does. And when Jesus cursed those cities, he meant those curses, and it wasn't but just a period of a few hundred years until they were absolutely destroyed and desolate and never to be heard of again until recent years when archaeologists dug in the earth and found them. I hope this has been a blessing to you as you travel On The Way. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.